0: Welcome back to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. I'm Ricardo, and today I'm going to share my takeaways and lessons from Baskets for Good 2021. Baskets for Good is our 501c3 nonprofit organization where we help families in need throughout the year. However, our biggest event is Thanksgiving. For the last seven years, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, we've been partnering with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Dallas to help families in need. And over the years, this program has evolved. We originally started by doing a Thanksgiving dinner to several families, several hundred families. And over the last couple of years, Every single family gets a week's worth of groceries in addition to a Thanksgiving meal. And I'll tell you guys a little bit more about that once we get going. So, this is our seventh year. We started in 2015, and we've just been going ever since. And every single year, I get new takeaways, I get new lessons, I get new distinctions, and I'm going to share some of them today. So, for some reason, This year, I was really focused on just getting it done, on just completing the mission, which is fine. That's how I work. That's really the headspace that I like to be in is focusing on getting it done. However, it didn't occur to me till later on to remember the reason why we were doing what we were doing. I always know the reason. I know that we're helping families. I know that it's about making an impact. I know that it's about making a difference. But because of some of the issues that we ran into early on, I was really just focused on making sure that I took care of the issues to get the mission done. And in the midst of that, I forgot the why. I forgot the reason, of, the reason why we do what we do. And these are going to be some tips that I want you guys to take away in your projects, in your life. And I'm going to do it as relatable as I can so you can apply it to different areas. So when you get so busy working on an issue, trying to get it done, trying to get the project, the mission accomplished, whatever it may be, don't forget the why. I forgot the why. And when I remembered the reason that we do what we do, then I was able to really just get focused on it, to really just crank and feel even better about what we're doing. Not going to lie, the supply chain issues with the grocery store were a bummer. And you can learn more about that on the previous episode. But throughout the process, when people started showing up, it really just reminded me as to why we do it. So, yes, we serve families in need. We give a, we give groceries and food to families who need it the most during the holiday season. But it's not just about the food. It's about more than just the food. It's about showing people love, showing people that we care and giving them hope for the holidays. Because we never know what anyone is really truly going through. That's the simple fact and even though they may be in a even though people may appear to be doing really well we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes and we've seen the magic that delivering groceries does for people and that's one of the biggest reasons but the other really big reason that really strikes me when we do this is we don't know who we're delivering to the fact is we're delivering to the we're delivering groceries to the future leaders of America and the world. These are the kids who are going to grow up and break the cycle of poverty and really do something with themselves. And my intention, my hope is that they remember that someone thought about them during the holiday season when they needed the most and that this creates a ripple effect. This creates A mindset where they know that it's important to give back to the community and it's important to give back and make an impact because we really, truly don't know who this is going to touch. We don't know what the ripple effect will be in 20, 30 years when these kids grow up and become the leaders. And it's just really that ripple effect that's going to continue from generation to generation. and. When I started to remember the reason, the why, it really started to just warm my heart. And the other one that came up for me this year, which it's always there, but this year it really hit me a lot more, is volunteers of all ages, of all religions, of all political parties, of all colors coming together to make a difference. With all of this going on in social media in the world and all of this division in this country, to see people come together to make a difference, to help, to make an impact, it really just drives home the whole purpose of why we do what we do. So that's the first thing. If you're working a brick project, especially these projects that are weekly, monthly, yearly, it's really easy to forget about the why. So don't forget about your why when you're doing what you do. The second thing is I felt that this year, the excitement didn't hit me until later on. It didn't hit me till mid, mid, early November, you know, the first couple of weeks in November where I started to really, truly get excited about basket delivery. And typically I get excited around September. That's just the truth. But I had to stop and sit back and think, okay, you know, what's different here? Am I still passionate? Do I still believe in the project? And the answer is yes, yes. So why am I feeling this way? Why am I not feeling this excitement about the project and the impact that we're going to create? And the answer is simple. When me and Jesse started this, we did the majority of the work. And now we have a really strong board of directors and members who carry on a lot of the responsibility and do a lot of work to help make the event happen. And just because we're not doing the work doesn't mean that the work is not getting done. But the truth is that it's not in my face. It's not my primary focus because because we spread the word, we, we spread the work out amongst the board members. So I'm not in the weeds of it or the thick of it as much as I used to be. And to me, that's a good sign. To me, that's a great sign of growth because the only way that we're going to be able to grow this is going to be to have strong members on the board, on the volunteer team that will help us get it done. And just because I don't necessarily do those things anymore... It kind of got wrapped into like, ooh, I'm not just busy, 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 and it's causing excitement and maybe a little bit of stress. But, you know, there's a really fine line between stress and excitement. But it just hit me that, wow, I can relax a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. My advice to you, if you feel this way, if you don't feel excited about a project or something that you're working on, is to not allow yourself to get into your head about it. It's that simple. Do not allow yourself to get into your head about it. Don't overanalyze it. Don't question if you're excited, if you're passionate. Don't question all that. Just understand that it's part of it because you're going to improve. We've improved and systemized the process. So it's not just this like, oh, my gosh, is it going to work? Are we going to do it? It's not that anymore. It's let's get the people in the right roles to get the job done. And when it's flawless, well, there's no such thing as flawless, first of all. When it appears to flow easily and systematic, there's going to be this like, wow, okay, it's okay. I did end up getting exciting the week of when we start loading the truck, when we start staging everything in the assembly line, that, real awe, that awe-inspiring excitement really does hit me when I see everyone working together. So it's still there, it's just different. So don't overanalyze it and don't get into your head because you don't feel how you think you should feel about a project. Finally, this year was very special. This was our second year delivering groceries for an entire week. 2021 was the first year where we delivered a week's worth of groceries to, I think, 325 families. And this year we expanded to 400 families. Prior to this, it had only been a Thanksgiving meal. And now they get what we we estimate be, what we estimate three meals a day for seven days, including breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. So with the 400 meals that, so with the 400 baskets that we delivered over the weekend, we estimate this was over 25,000 meals. It's a lot. It's a lot of work, but the payoff is significant. And my lesson from that is to not be scared to reach. Trust in the power of people. Trust in the power of the volunteers, the board, the people that you're surrounding yourself with to help you accomplish the mission. And that's what it really comes down to is trusting and knowing that it's going to be done. Everyone does their part and we execute at a high level and it all comes together and it becomes this big, beautiful community of people just working to make an impact. Let me tell you guys how well this has been working out. So going back to the previous deliveries, it used to take four or five hours just to get all of the names out and the delivery drivers on the street. And then several hours of cleanup and all of this other stuff. And this past Saturday on November 20th, 2021, which will forever go down in history. It will go down in Baskets for Good History. We were done in about 30 minutes. The whole thing was done in about 30 minutes. Can you believe that? Now, it's still, I'm very speechless about that, which is one of the reasons it took me so long to put this episode out. Is because I'm really, truly speechless about, about how long it took. Weeks and weeks of preparation to get to that moment to where we're done in about 30 minutes. Whew. You can't beat that. You cannot be that. beat that. I mean, I am still just in awe. And again, just going back to the amount of work that everyone did and watching everyone come together to make it happen. Wow. It's worth it. It's worth it. So, when it comes to your projects, how do you feel? Do you feel kind of burnt out? Do you feel that it's stressful? Do you feel that maybe you're not as passionate as you used to be about it? I'm here to tell you that it's okay. It's okay. It's going to feel different. The more that you do something, it's going to feel different. The more that you do a project, the more that you take on a mission, the more that you do a task, It's going to feel different. I cannot expect for my seventh year to feel like the first year or the second year or the third year. And I can't expect my eighth and ninth and tenth year to feel like my fifth year. It's just not going to happen because the situations change. The team members grow and evolve. The volunteers come out. So it's going to be different. But I can't allow myself to get into my feelings, into my head about it and say like, well, you know, I don't really feel like I did before. I'm not as passionate. I mean, if I allow that talk, that self-talk to really just get into my head, that's not going to do anything good for anyone out there in the world. And it's definitely not going to be helping me. But it is okay to question it at the right time. If I still felt down about it on Saturday afternoon, on Sunday, where I was like, wow, you know, I'm not really feeling this anymore. That's definitely something that I would have to talk to Jesse, the board, and everyone else that's involved about it. But the truth is that on Friday, on Thursday, when the, when the truck came and we were actually doing it, man, it just charged me up. It really reminded me at why we do what we do and everyone being excited. You get just that energy back. The planning is not fun. I'll just say that the planning and the work that goes into the execution is not fun. And that's OK. It doesn't have to be fun. Every single project of every single thing can't possibly just be fun, 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 fun. There has to be a point where you're doing the work, where you're doing what you got to do, and you're just accomplishing it. But then when it comes to the execution, that excitement, that passion, knowing your reason, knowing your why, watching people come together and getting their job done. It's still a thumbs up for me and an amazing feeling. And there is no question of that it's going to happen next year. So these are just a couple of things to think about. I was a little concerned that I wasn't as passionate about this project as I used to be, but that's not true. It's just that my responsibilities and my role is looking different and I can't allow myself to get into my head about it. So I hope that this helped you. I hope that you got something from this, especially if you're working these projects that maybe you have an expectation on how you should feel about them or because... They're not looking the way they typically do. Hmm. Or am I the only one? I don't think so. Either way, thank you so much for tuning in. I would love to hear your thoughts. Go and visit ForthForGrowth.com and like and share this podcast. Remember, we're on all of the podcasting platforms. And next week, we're going to wrap up season one. We're going to take a break and... Make a couple of changes and come back for season two in 2022 and start really breaking this out out to bring some higher quality content. Because it's about serving and making a difference and giving you guys things to think about and really working to improve that mindset and how we feel about the world and ourselves and that inner game. So be on the lookout for next week. It's going to be our season finale. We're going to take a break for the month of december and maybe some of january and then we'll be back in 2022 with season two of the force for growth podcast as always remember to be a force for good a force for growth and a force for greatness bye